We are back with the Fit-ish podcast. Took a week off last week, had spring break coming up and uh, was going on a trip. So did not get a podcast out last week, but the goal is to get one out each week uh, moving forward, just depending on, you know, schedule and things like that. But that is the goal, get at least one podcast out per week. So we are back at it this week. And uh, I figured that I would kind of stay on topic with the whole spring break thing and talk a little bit about how to approach going on vacation and uh, not ruining all your progress. Because this is a topic that I struggled with and also something that, you know, I've had clients that have also struggled with. And it's not necessarily even vacation, although that's what a lot of this podcast will be about, but more so just when you have to take time off, whether it be because perhaps an injury Uh, Maybe life just gets absolutely crazy, you know, with work or uh, some sort of like family situation or whatever, you know, because life happens. uh, You're not always going to be able to stay 100% on point, you know, with your fitness and your workouts and all those healthy behaviors that you typically like to practice. So these are just some things to think about when it comes to those periods of time when you're kind of in a different state in a different phase of where your fitness is at. And then at the end of this, I'll also talk about five different strategies that you can use to help uh, make sure that you do not ruin all your progress. So uh, getting into this one, figured I'd share a little bit about my recent trip as I get into this and kind of explain what I did. Um, You you guys know I'm currently training for a marathon, so uh, that had to play that into it. Also, just kind of what I do with nutrition when I go on vacation and kind of how I approach it. And then also just the whole mindset of understanding, you know, what you can and can't do and what is actually going to affect your progress and what you should be concerned or worried about. So we'll dive into it. So recently, like I said, went on spring break, was super fun, got to get together with uh, some of my college buddies. I ended up driving from Cedar Rapids over to South Bend to meet my buddy Davin. Um, where he lives. And then we were taking a little road trip. So we wanted to stop in several different places on our way down south towards Miami. So we took off from South Bend on Saturday morning, drove to Nashville for our first stop, stayed there for a night, uh, checked out Broadway, had a little dinner there, listened to some live music, was a super good time. And then after that, we went from Nashville down to Atlanta, just road trip down to Atlanta, where we got to Uh, meet some of Davin's family, and uh, just kind of checked out the scene there for a night. And then from Atlanta, we drove the rest of the way down to Miami, which is where we were planning on staying, uh, getting out in that sun, getting out in the ocean, on the beach, all that good stuff. So quite the trip down, even with all the driving, it was uh, completely worth it. Um, And obviously, once we got down to Miami and felt that nice, beautiful sun, it was, you know, love at first sight. So Uh, We got to eat a bunch of good food down there, had some drinks, checked out some different areas to eat, um, some different places to get drinks, spent a lot of time on the beach, which is always fun. Got out in the sun, as I said, feeling super tan right now, which it's amazing what getting out in the sun will do for your, just your mental clarity and your energy and just how you feel. It's, it's amazing. We don't get that all the time in the Midwest, obviously with winter, you know, that sun is, is sometimes hiding, but. Uh, Down in Miami, that sun is out and that thing is shining and it is burning. So it was nice to get that, get that feeling and that sensation again. 
got to see and hang out with a bunch of my friends. I got a good group of friends from college that live down in the Miami area. So that's always really fun just to meet meet up with those guys and catch up with them. Uh, tons of laughs and great conversations and all that good stuff. So like I said, trip overall was super awesome and much needed just to kind of disconnect and um, just hang around some good people. But talking more so about the fitness side of things, like I mentioned, obviously I'm training for a marathon. So that's something that's important to me right now. So the way that I kind of approached it is going into it, I knew that I was going to get at least a couple workouts in. And my goal was to get my long run in, which is the most important run of the week. Um, and then on top of that, I was hoping to get at least another run or two in while I was down there. As far as my lifting goes, I've typically been trying to get in three lifting workouts per week just to try to keep my strength levels up and uh, make sure that I'm you know, doing things to help prevent injury and staying strong and all that stuff while training for this marathon. Uh, but it happened to be a really good time to take a deload week for from strength training. So I didn't really work out, didn't do any strength workouts at all within this last week, which is something that I do pretty regularly. Uh, every eight to 12 weeks or so, I'll take a deload week just from lifting. Um, and I'll talk a little bit more about, you know, what that looks like and, you know, some of the advantages and disadvantages of those deload weeks. So going into it, I guess um, something to think about when you are going on vacation is just making sure that you understand what is important to you. So like I said, for me, I'm training for this marathon, so I wasn't going to stress about getting every single run in. I've typically been getting four to five in strength training three times a week, and I was definitely not going to be doing that on vacation. For me personally, uh, it's not as important to me as getting to see my friends who I don't get to see very often and spending time with those guys. And I wasn't going to plan my whole trip around that. So one thing I would urge you to do if you're somebody who's uh, you know, nervous about losing all their progress or maybe getting out of routine and missing workouts and stuff like that is just really take a second to think about what's actually important to you um, and what you want to prioritize. For me, currently at this point in my life and where I'm at, you know, like I said, my friends and hanging out with them was a lot more important than getting every single run in. And uh, at other times, there's been times where I've traveled and I've, you know, tried to get more workouts in and maybe because I was in a slightly different phase of, you know, what I was going after and my goals and that sort of thing. So again, just understanding what's important to you going into it. But for me, at this time, I wasn't going to pass up things like, you know, barbecuing and having a few modelos with my dudes while having good conversations. Um, I wasn't going to be skipping a bunch of beach time just to go get in my workouts or skipping on, you know, like gelato and good food and drinks and stuff like that just to make sure that my nutrition was 100% on point. So again, I don't have the answer for what your goals are and where you're at, but for me, um, that's kind of where I'm at. So before you go on vacation or maybe you're taking some time away, uh, just really think about what's important to you right now and what you want to kind of reach towards. And that will give you a good direction of where you want to go as far as how you approach, you know, your time off or your vacations. And then on top of that, uh, one thing, you know, another reason that I decided to talk about this specific topic is just understanding that it is possible to do both. Like I said, I got in some workouts or some runs as well as had a really good time. Um, so it doesn't have to be one or the other. I think when you look at vacationing like 100% going all out, you know, completely going off the hinges, drinking everything in sight, eating everything in sight, having every single dessert, and then 
you also have the other side of the scale or the spectrum where you have the person that gets in every single workout, um, doesn't really indulge in any kind of foods and doesn't really necessarily enjoy themselves as much. And you kind of, you got to figure out where you're kind of at on that spectrum. And I think that will give you a better idea or a better picture of how to actually approach when you're on vacation. But again, to me, I'm not trying to, you know, be a hundred percent perfect or strict or stuff like that on vacation because vacation doesn't come that many times a year. If you're on point for most of your year, you can enjoy some time off and it's not going to affect you very much. And I'll share a story about why that is and how I know that to be true. So kind of leading into the next topic and building off of why you won't lose all your progress, because people have this idea that if they do take time off, they say like, well, if I take a week off, will I lose a bunch of my gains or maybe gain a bunch of weight or you know lose all my strength in the gym? And the short answer is no. One week, like I said, is a very, very small part of you know the entire year and even more so a smaller part of your entire fitness journey. Hopefully you're to the point where you think of fitness as a forever thing. So if you think of one week in the span of the next 30, 40, 50 years, however much longer you plan on being involved in uh, doing these fitness activities, well, it's super, super tiny. So to stress so much over a single week really isn't that smart in my opinion and really just kind of misses the point of having that balance. And like I said, that balance will change over time. It won't always be the same, but just understanding that it is 100% possible to do both. And just because you take a week off or even two weeks off, you're not going to start to lose all your progress. And speaking on that more in a logical terms or like what the actual, you know, facts are around that is it takes about two weeks when it comes to like strength training to start losing like muscle and even if you took two weeks off and you did absolutely nothing, like no workouts, no activity, no exercise, you still wouldn't lose any of your gains. So that was something that was very reassuring for me when I found that out, because I used to be the person who was nervous to take off even a few days from lifting weights because I thought that, you know, I was going to start to reverse all my progress that I'd been making and I'd lose all my gains that I'd worked so hard for. But that's just not the case. Um, and the fact of the matter is, even if you do take off more than two weeks, um, you know, say sometimes people have to take off a few months for whatever reason, like I said, injury, um, different things come up that that happens in life. You know, people can't always work out. Those things typically come back pretty quick. So even if you do have to take off longer than two weeks, getting those gains back doesn't take nearly as long as originally getting those, which is also kind of comforting to understand. Along with that, one other point that I would like to uh, kind of riff on just a little bit is understanding that there's times to work hard. Um, I'm a big proponent of that, you know, getting better, 1% better every single day, um, you know, working hard, putting in the work, doing all that stuff to improve and make progress and better yourself in all forms. I also think there's a time where you should relax and, you know, play a little bit. And I think that having that little bit of balance, whatever that is to you, is important because if you go too hard all the time, you're going to get burnt out, you know, injuries happen and you just don't really enjoy that process as much. And on the opposite end, if you're always just, you know, relaxing and playing and not really putting in any of the work, then you're never going to really see the progress that you want. And you're probably not going to be in a position that you're super happy with. So again, it's about finding that balance. And if you're somebody who does work hard and, you know, put in that work, then 
it makes those experiences where you rest and relax and disconnect all that much better. Um, so just understanding that you can do both those things. And in my opinion, you absolutely should do both those things. They're necessary and you will get a lot better progress as far as fitness goes when you do that. And I think it's just going to be much more enjoyable and a much more sustainable approach to go along with that. So next, I just wanted to share a quick little story about how I gained 17 pounds in one weekend, but I did not keep that 17 pounds on. So like, like I said, people always have this question or this worry that they're going to gain all this weight um, or lose all their progress in the matter of a week. And I used to think that same exact thing. Like if I took a weekend off or if I went on vacation and enjoyed myself, ate more food than I normally would, had some drinks, some desserts, all that type of stuff that I would lose all my progress. The more that I learned and got into health and fitness and realized that that wasn't really the case and learned that, you know, the mechanisms behind that and just logically, it just didn't really make sense. That gave me a little bit of peace of mind. But until you actually experience that and, you know, try certain things, then you still don't really believe it. So I'm going to share a quick little story with you about how I gained literally 17 pounds in one weekend and lost it over the next 10 days. Basically, I was coming off of a cut. So I think it was 12 week cut. Um, and I just wanted to lose about 15 pounds. Uh, I was going into my 27th birthday. So that cut would end right at the, you know, right at the start of my birthday. So the plan was lose that 15 pounds. I just wanted to lean up a little bit before summer, get into a little bit better shape, feel good about myself, you know, heading into my 27th birthday. So that was kind of my goal. I was cutting for 12 weeks, as I said, so three months and ended up hitting that goal, lost 15 pounds in that time span. I uh, felt pretty good about that. And, you know, it was all good because I knew that on my birthday that I'd be going out, having some drinks, eating a little bit more, and it was just kind of be perfect timing. So I was super excited. I hit my goal. You know, I was feeling really good at that time. Probably was the best shape that I had ever been in just as far as like, you know, my physical appearance and how I felt mentally, uh, physically, really all that. So was feeling good, was excited to celebrate. So um, was going into my birthday weekend and there was a float trip that was happening. So basically you go up to an area where they have a little uh, creek and you float that for a couple hours and then you camp out that night, have a good time, um, have some drinks, eat some food, uh, barbecue, all that good stuff. So that was the plan for the weekend. Um, went up there with a bunch of people, a bunch of uh, college friends, and we did that trip. So we did the float, um, you know, had a had a few adult beverages, maybe more than I should have. And, uh, you know, ate, had a good time, ate dinner, you know, ate lunch, all that good stuff. Just enjoyed being around my friends. And I wasn't counting calories or anything like that. So the weekend ends, go back home after camping out and uh, step on the scale. And when I stepped on the scale, it read... 17 pounds more than what it had before I left on that weekend. So I was um, a little scared. Um, 17 pounds in a single weekend. And I literally could not believe that it was accurate and what the scale read. Um, but it was true. So I was obviously freaking out a little bit because I just spent the last three months trying to lose 15 pounds. And here I was in a single weekend. I literally gained all that back and then some. So 
again, I was freaking out a little bit after I calmed down and, you know, started thinking about it. I was like, there's literally no possible way that I could gain 17 pounds of fat in that amount of time. And it's just not logical. And then it's just not realistic. So um, I just kind of calmed down a little bit and started thinking about, you know, what I would tell somebody if they were in that position, because I know, again, I know that there's no way that you could be gaining that much fat. And so over the next 10 days, I just got back on track with my eating. I didn't do anything crazy. I didn't restrict or like eat a thousand calories for the next 10 days or anything like that. I just started eating normally, making sure that I was drinking plenty of water, get my protein in, all that basic stuff that you hear all the time. And the basic things that I talk about being important. And over the next 10 days, uh, my weight leveled back out to around 215. So I had lost literally that whole 17 pounds. And so for those of you who are wondering, well, what the heck's going on? Like, how could you gain 17 pounds in, you know, two days, and then also lose that in the next 10 days? Like, how is that even possible? Basically, it just comes down to water weight, especially me coming off a cut like that. Uh, my body was kind of ready to soak up some water and add on a little weight. So obviously drinking alcohol, having more carbs, more food, um, less water, maybe a little bit less sleep, all that stuff can contribute to how much water that your body is actually holding on to. And since your body is predominantly made of water, it's very easy for your weight to fluctuate. So if you've ever like weighed yourself from one day to the next, or even from like morning to night, you've probably seen a decent difference. Like for me personally, my body weight can fluctuate anywhere from like five to like seven, eight pounds in literally a single day. Um, and so obviously in like a couple days span of, you know, doing some of those things that cause that water gain or quite a few of those things, you know, alcohol and more food, more carbs, more salt, less sleep, all that stuff contributed to my body holding on to a ton of water. And this is something that pretty much happens on every vacation that I go on. Like I'll come back from vacation, the scale's always up like five or so pounds and I just get back on track when I come back and it always levels out over the next week or two. So just understand that if you're ever in that position and like you go on vacation or you take some time off and the scale jumps up a ton, you didn't gain a bunch of fat, you're just holding on to a bunch of water weight. And for you logical thinkers out there, I'll just give you a quick example of why that is not even really possible. I mean, it's possible, but it's very, very unlikely. Um, so let's say, for example, you are somebody who eats 2,500 calories on a regular basis to maintain your weight. So all that means is that if you're eating 25 calorie or 2,500 calories every day, you know, over the, let's just say the course of a week, you're not going to gain weight or lose weight or you know, gain fat or lose fat. The scale might fluctuate, as I said, because of water, but it should be relatively around the same weight, right? So in order for you to gain five pounds in a week, you would have to eat an extra 17,000 calories in a week, which is a crap ton. So if you know anything about, you know, calories and losing a pound of fat or gaining a pound, basically you need 3,500 calories of excess to gain a pound or you need to decrease 3,500 calories to lose a pound. So that basic math checks out to eating 17,000 calories extra on top of that 2,500 every single day for you to gain five pounds in a week, which is basically double of what you'd normally be eating. So if you're not eating like an absolute maniac, there's no way that you are gaining five pounds of fat or five pounds of you know weight of actual 
you know, mass being put onto your body in the course of a week. So for you logical thinkers, I know I'm a logical thinker. Those kind of examples help me out. So just understand that when that scale is fluctuating like that, that it's really not all fat and you didn't completely derail all your progress or, you know, set yourself up for failure. So lastly, what I wanted to talk about is just some strategies that you can use to help be more mindful. Again, I think it's important to make sure that you know your intention going into, you know, either your vacation or your deload week or your time off or whatever the case may be. Just understanding that, you know, if you are trying to be a little bit more mindful and you want to do some things, these are just some strategies that you, that you can use. Again, there's also times where you'll go on vacation or you'll take some time off and you're more so just worried about the experience itself and maybe having a good time. And that's completely okay too. just understand that, you know, the actions that you are participating in are going to lead to the progress that you see or don't see. Um, but again, that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just understanding how it is. And if it's just in the course of a week, it's not going to make or break, you know, your progress. So, but these are just some quick little strategies that you can use things that I've used in the past. If you are looking to maybe stay a little bit more mindful and uh, stay a little bit more on track with your things. So uh, as I said, number one, just knowing what's actually important to you going in, just making sure that you're clear about your goal and what you are going to do, what you aren't going to do. Like I said, for me on this trip, I was not really holding back. I was going to enjoy myself, eat out some, you know, enjoy some drinks, all that good stuff. And maybe that's not something that you want to do on your vacation. Maybe you want to be a little bit more, you know, reserved, cut back a little bit. And that's fine too. Again, just have a plan going in and that'll help you to stay aligned with your goals. Uh, number two is going to be stay active. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to work out. Like I said, I didn't do any strength workouts over the last week. I got in two runs, but I'm just more so talking about, you know, walking, kind of that active recovery, just staying active in some way. So it could be like walking is a great one, an easy one to do on vacation, especially when you're checking out different spots. Uh, different restaurants, different areas, that sort of thing. Walking is a really good one to get some steps in. Just stay moving. You know, if you're on a in a beach town or you know at a lake, swimming stuff like that, you can stretch, do some yoga, light movement, biking. All that stuff is really good. You know, we got some biking in because there was bikes around the beach, so we did that a couple different times. We walked a bunch, just checking out all the different areas. Obviously, we swim in the ocean, um, so we stayed pretty active on our trip. And there's just different ways that you can do that. Uh, again, not saying that you have to have like a planned exercise session on your vacation if that's not something that you want to do, uh, but staying active is always going to be a good thing to help you stay feeling good, but also just to help with, you know, staying fit, staying active is always going to be a good thing. Um, number three, get some protein, veggies, and water in when you can. So like one thing I like to do is, or one thing I did do is make sure that I start my day out with some protein. So I went to the grocery store, I bought some protein shakes. And every morning I would have a protein shake and a little bit of some other like protein bar or like a little protein snack, just so that way I'm starting my breakfast off with protein. And then if I don't get a ton of protein in the rest of the day, no sweat, no big deal. You know, again, it's only the course of a week, but again, that makes me feel good. I always feel better when I have a little bit of protein. So that was just one little thing that I did. And then also, if you can get some veggies in, you're always going to feel good when you can get some veggies in, uh, whether that's, you know, ordering some at a restaurant or buying some or whatever. And then getting some water in is always going to help too. Just staying hydrated. It's really easy on vacation to forget about that. And honestly, I didn't do a very good job of that over spring break. Uh, but getting some water in is always going to help you feel better and help keep you on track. And if you're not trying to take in 
a ton of extra calories through other drinks. Um, having water is an easy thing that you can do. Uh, number four, don't eat out every single meal if you can. And if you are going to eat out every single meal, you can just pick a little bit better options. So higher protein, uh, more veggies, that sort of thing. So they're just not tons and tons of calories. Because it's very easy when you go out to eat, go out to restaurants to overconsume just because portions are really large. Uh, things are often cooked in tons and tons of oils. So if you're doing that for three meals a day for an entire week, those calories might start to add up. So just choosing some better options if you are going to eat out at every single meal is something that you can do. And again, if you don't want to eat out at every single meal, an easy thing that you can do is just grocery shop for a couple of your meals, one or two of them, um, which is also something that we did on our trip. Uh, we just went, got some really easy stuff to make that we can make in our Airbnb, just, you know, got a bunch of lunch meat, um, made some sandwiches, had different things like that, a little bit of fruit, stuff like that. Just easy stuff that you can get at a grocery store um, and that you can prepare, prepare pretty easily, like in a hotel or maybe in an Airbnb where you don't need to do a bunch of cooking, but you can also still have some quality meals and, you know, save yourself that way a little bit. And then lastly, the last tip that I have is to make sure that you actually enjoy your vacation or your time off. If you don't enjoy it, then I mean, you're really missing the whole point. You're kind of setting yourself up for long-term failure. Because again, I talked about having that balance of working hard, doing all the stuff, putting in the work, uh, but also taking time to relax and disconnect and, you know, just enjoy yourself. Whether it's a vacation or an actual deload week, I think that that is super, super important because a lot of times I always feel like when I do take those times off, when I do take those deloads or have a vacation and don't train as much and aren't as strict, I find that that kind of balances me out and I feel like refreshed and rejuvenated to get right back on track when I come back versus if I'm like always just hitting it hard in the gym, like getting in every single workout, my body's feeling kind of beat down, never really giving it, you know, a rest or any kind of like longer recovery times. I'm always on point with my nutrition and maybe I'm getting a little bored with it and it's just not engaging to me as it typically is then taking a break from it and doing something a little bit different is just a really, really good way where you can, again, get that kind of reset um, so that when you do come back, you're ready to get back in the gym. You're excited to get back in the gym. Um, and honestly, a lot of times when that happens, like I know personally, and also people that I worked with, when they take time off, they hop back in the gym. Number one, they're excited to get back in the gym, but they also feel like they're stronger. Uh, they feel like they have more energy and their workouts just feel better. And I find the same thing with like nutrition after you've been off of maybe your normal eating plan, maybe your diet's a little bit different where you're eating out a little bit more, having different drinks, maybe some alcohol more than you typically would. And you pay attention to that. Your body typically doesn't feel quite as great when you're doing those things for longer periods of time. So I know for me personally, whenever I get back, I'm always like craving vegetables just because I never get as many vegetables as I'd like on vacation, which is fine again. Um, but when I get back, I'm always eager to start eating those more higher quality foods, veggies, proteins, fruits, all that good stuff that I know always makes me feel good. So again, that reset is just a really nice thing, just both mentally and physically. So don't be afraid to uh, take those times off, those deloads, those vacations. When those things pop up, it's a good chance to just get a kind of fresh start, start over again, and then hop back on with those good habits and behaviors and uh, keep those things rolling. Um, and like I said, enjoying your time off is going to lead to more sustainable progress. It's going to be more enjoyable. And you're also just going to have a healthier relationship around both fitness and food. So 
again, don't be afraid to enjoy that time off. I think it's necessary. I think, you know, it's worth it. And again, you can do both. You can enjoy yourself. That's why this is called the Fit Ish Podcast. You can enjoy yourself. You can, you can go on vacations. You can go out to eat. You can have drinks and you can still be fit and chase your goals, right? You can do both. And that's my big take home message here is that you shouldn't freak out when you have to take time off or when you're going on vacation or that sort of thing. Just make sure that you are doing things where it's going to help you in the long run. Um, keeping everything in perspective and making sure you have the right mindset going into these things and you will be 100% okay. So lastly, uh, just kind of wrapping this thing up and concluding this, if you guys have ideas as far as podcasts moving forward, again, I'm always open to hearing that. I've gotten some good ideas from some people that have reached out. Um, so I appreciate that. And then lastly, just I appreciate you guys listening. It's been really cool to get all the feedback. I really do appreciate it. And uh, I'm looking forward to continuing this podcast thing. Um, it's been fun kind of learning and growing and getting better at it, but also just, you know, being able to help people at the same time has been really, really cool. So thanks for listening. And until next time.